are elite. For everything you need to know about Mercedes Monet's AEW debut, search Cultaholic Wrestling News on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your Cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Where were you when Daniel Bryan became undisputed WWE champion at WrestleMania 30? Let's go back further, actually. Where were you when the Attitude Era was born as Stone Cold Steve Austin won his first WWF championship? No, no, let's go back further. Where were you when Hogan slammed Andre? Further than that, where were you when a young, fresh-faced Luthers beat Orville Brown for the NWA World's Heavyweight Championship? Let's go further back. Where were you when Gilgamesh battled Enkidu? I mean... That last one is mythology, so chances are you weren't there. I'm about to tell you the story of what is believed to be the first ever wrestling match. Introducing first, the dazzling and sublime King of Uruk, Gilgamesh! His opponent, the wilderness warrior known as Enkidu the Fighter! We're going to get into the nitty-gritty of the first ever wrestling match in a bit, so presume spoilers ahead, okay? But first, I want to tell you about the ancient Sumerians. Situated in the ancient region of Mesopotamia, which is modern-day Iraq and Kuwait, the Sumerians are considered the earliest sophisticated civilization. It's written that through the help of the gods, they were the first people to develop ideas like farming and carpentry. They were also, so we're told, the first people to enjoy beer. So next time you're on a night out after a hard day either ploughing a field or building an ottoman, raise a pint to the Sumerians. Then awkwardly try and explain to onlookers that you're doing it because a wrestling podcast you listened to was attempting to be highbrow and told you so. As well as being a work hard, play hard kind of lot, the Sumerians were great storytellers. Stories that would be shared through Akkadian epic poetry. Now, I'm using epic for its intended term, not the way that we use it now when we describe a really nice sandwich we had last Friday. These poems would chronicle decades, centuries, and sometimes entire lifetimes of the people and the gods that watched over them. Today, I'm going to share with you one poem in particular, one that dates back to 2100 BC and is regarded as the earliest surviving work of literature, the Epic of Gilgamesh. Carved into 12 clay tablets, this poem recounts how Gilgamesh was granted total knowledge by the supreme Mesopotamian god Anu. With unsurpassed enlightenment, he painstakingly built the great city of Uruk and in doing so became the all-knowing and all-powerful king. 
Here's the thing, though. He also became a bit of a dick with it all. Gilgamesh would make all the men in his city work non-stop, labour-intensive work in the blistering heat. And as he did, he would bed any woman in the city that he so chose, regardless of marital status. Now, one person caught wind of this and would not stand for it. Well, I say person, I mean goddess of Mesopotamian and Babylonian culture, Aurora, the creation goddess. She heard all this, and quite frankly, she was livid. The nerve of Gilgamesh being given godlike powers and acting like a complete moron. So, she decides to step in, and that's where we meet our second combatant for the first ever wrestling match, Enkidu the Fighter. Formed out of clay by Aurora herself and then cast into the wilderness just outside Uruk, Enkidu the fighter was placed on Earth to put a stop to Gilgamesh's evil doings. I know, right? It's basically Hogan Goldberg from WCW 98. All you gotta do is imagine Gilgamesh with a handlebar moustache, strolling into any maiden's room he's so pleased, whilst playing his weightlifting belt like a guitar. As he does, a monster of a man is growing day by day, silently, patiently, building up strength and momentum in order to eventually storm the Georgia Dome in Atlanta. Well, in this case, I mean the city of Uruk. Gilgamesh isn't aware of Enkidu's intentions, but mind you though, neither is Enkidu, because he's grown up around wild animals, sleeping in forests, eating grass, fighting for sustenance. He is every bit a wild animal and has no idea of his purpose in life. A temple priestess named Shamhat moves our story along. She meets the wild, untamed, hairy, rather handsome Enkidu and decides to seduce him. She would take him on as almost a project, teaching him the ways of the world. And yes, I mean all the ways of the world. Now get your mind out of the gutter, I'm trying to talk about wrestling. And she starts to tell him about Gilgamesh. She speaks of how his incredible knowledge and power had corrupted him and how there seemed to be no way out for the desperate people of Uruk. It's at this point that Enkidu realises what his purpose in life truly is. He is here to challenge Gilgamesh and defeat Gilgamesh in a wrestling match. So, we finally come to it. The Mesopotamian WrestleMania, the Sumerian Starcade, the Middle Babylonian... Battle Bowl. While elements of this story I have shared with you today have been cliff noted, translators have been able to translate from the Akkadian clay tablet exactly how that first ever wrestling match went down. A plan was concocted by the temple priestess to sneak Enkidu into the bedroom of the maiden who that night Gilgamesh would uh, get it on like Donkey Kong with. Gilgamesh, surrounded by loyal yet terrified subjects, praised their king as he stepped towards the boudoir of his intended, where Enkidu was waiting. And that's where we go to Tablet 2 in the Epic of Gilgamesh to pick up the story. Enkidu blocked the entry with his foot and would not allow Gilgamesh to be brought in. They grappled with each other at the entry to the marital chamber. In the street, they attacked each other. The public square of the land, the doorpost trembled and the wall shook. Gilgamesh bent his knees with his other foot on the ground. His anger abated and he turned his chest away. After he turned his chest, Enkidu said to Gilgamesh, Your mother bought you ever unique. The wild cow of the enclosure, Nisun. The gods have destined for you the kingship over the kingdom. And they stopped fighting. 
So the first ever wrestling contest in recorded history ended in a draw. These two men battered each other through the city, neither man able to gain true advantage over the other. And when they settled, they kissed, they hugged, and they became best friends. And I know what you're thinking. Is this a face turn for Gilgamesh or a heel turn for Enkidu? Well, Gilgamesh was still very much a dick for a while, but over time his friendship with his more earthly counterpart would soften him. Now a tag team, Gilgadu would... Oh, Gilgadu, yeah, I've, I've merged their names together for ease. It was either that or Enkimesh or the Sumerian experience. Anyway, together, Gilgamesh and Enkidu headed out on adventures, killing demons and righting wrongs. It was the death of Enkidu that finally saw the complete babyface turn of Gilgamesh. He would return to Uruk as a sage king and would become a much fairer and wiser ruler. Now, I'm under no illusion that the first wrestling match was a six-star Meltzer classic. It certainly wasn't. It does sound like some guff 24-7 championship shenanigans on Monday Night Raw, but its historical importance cannot be understated. From the main event heel in Gilgamesh, the underdog babyface in Enkidu, the multi-year build akin to a great championship chase, and the eventual main event caliber battle, albeit to a non-finish, this was in every sense the first wrestling match in history. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. For all the wrestling headlines in just 10 minutes, search Cultaholic Wrestling News on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from.